If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. This is episode 114. Doesn't seem any time at all that we, we hit the 100 mark, and here we are, 14 episodes into the next century. Um, so, what's happening in my world? Snow. It's, yeah, it's a winter wonderland this morning, which is very nice, but still is. We're still having this sort of non-winter, which is a bit odd. Now, if you're listening to this on the date of publication, it's the day before I leave for uh, two weeks in Exuma. Now, that's going to be a real working holiday. So I'm really hoping you're going to feel badly for me because I'm going to have to sit out on a lounging chair in the sunshine, in the Caribbean sunshine with my laptop. And I'll be working on a number of action plans for the uh, for the vacation rental formula Um I will be uh, actually um, rewriting some uh, some material for what was last year. We we launched um, Real for VR, which was the real estate advanced learning for vacation rentals, which was a, a program for real estate professionals to understand how they can sell better to people who are buying vacation rental properties because. I mean, I know from experience, and you've heard my stories about buying vacation rental properties and dealing with with realtors who just sadly don't have a clue what's involved in vacation in the vacation rental industry. And then, if you listen to my interview with uh, Matt Ward just recently, and he talked about buying his condo in Fort Myers, and uh, during that process he was not made party to some information that nearly, it was nearly disastrous. He, he bought the condo and then found out afterwards that he was not able, there was a restriction that restricted him to renting for no less than 30 days at a time and no more than um, three, three times a year. And this is something that his real estate broker, his agent, the person advising him should have told him. And and that was that was just such a huge mistake for that agent to make because apparently she he I'm not sure um, who it was was aware that he was planning on renting out the property and that was his prime purpose of buying it. So last year, Mike and I launched the uh, Real for VR training course. And uh, we, we got a little bit overtaken by events over the year, but we're going to be relaunching it at the um, uh, later on in the spring, and it will be completely revamped. So, long, long story about what what I'm going to be doing in in the Bahamas is sitting in my lounge chair or sitting at the table outside the villa, uh, looking at the Caribbean and rewriting that. If I have any realtor listeners out there, and I know I have. I'd be very interested in your viewpoints, be very interested in contributions from realtors who who are already selling very successfully to vacation rental buyers. 
and and I'd love to hear your take on it. What it is that you provide your buyers um, that is successful, that 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 is is useful, it is helpful, it's of huge value to them. Uh, I'd love to know what you think makes your services valuable, and and I will be doing some. Uh, interviews, um, podcast type interviews with realtors over the next couple of months. So I'd love to hear from you. Okay. So what's, what's up today? What are we talking about today? Well, um, today's guest is, is somebody I've followed for a, a lot of years and she used to be, she used to run a company called Holiday Velvet going, I mean, I, I remember that from my sort of first foray into vacation rentals and she, she has been, um, a, passionate and very pro- professional proponent of um, the vacation rental industry for many years. And she's now involved in a company called Rentals United. And she's going to talk to us today about something I really, I know the expressions, I don't really know a great deal about it. But it's something we hear a lot about. And it's called distribution and channel management. Now, before you rush to the stop button and decide that this is not going to be of interest to you. I'm going to be asking Vanessa about, um, about what distribution and channel management is, how it, how it can help not just agency owners, property managers to market their properties to a much wider audience, but how it can help individual owners as well. And, and of course, knowing what these terms mean, I think is especially important as we're moving into this new era of vacation rentals, as the, the big OTAs, the online travel agencies get involved, you will be hearing these terms much more often. So without further ado, let's go over to my interview with Vanessa. So I'm delighted to have with me today as my guest, Vanessa de Souza-Large, who is located in Barcelona, which is on my bucket list. And Vanessa is the marketing director of Rentals United. And she's going to talk to us about distribution and channel management, as well as a lot more stuff, I hope. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Hi, Heather. I'm very well. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I say good morning, but it's, uh, it must be well into the afternoon for you. Yes, it's the afternoon. It's three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Barcelona. Is it lovely today? Oh, it's, it's beautiful. We have a blue sky and it's 14 degrees and uh, everybody in Europe is very jealous of our, of our weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we yeah. have blue sky, but it's not 14 degrees. We are here. We, we're here. We're talking in centigrade, right? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't know what's, <laughs> I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think it's in the 50s. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that, that's pretty nice. I I would like I would like that. I I get to the we get to the point here in the winter where you just get so fed up of spending thirty minutes getting dressed to just walk out of the door, even yeah, just to go layers. out to the garage. You know, because they say you know don't go out for more than thirty seconds or you'll freeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to put layers and layers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is layers. And then of course we have nice centrally heated homes. So the moment we come back in, it's just like, oh god, I've got to get all this off. <laughs> anyway, people have heard enough of me talking about the weather today. So, uh, so I'm so glad to have you on. We met um, in New Orleans in, um, when was that, October? October, and, yeah. And just really hit it off. It was, it was so delightful to meet you. I've heard about you uh, and I've come across you in so many different spots over the years. So I wonder if you can tell us, tell everybody out there how you got into the vacation rental industry 
Um, what's your history? Um, what are you doing now? Well, I got into the vacation rental industry about 10 years ago, in fact, 10 years ago, uh, as an agent. I started off as an agent, and uh, we had this agency in Rome. Um, and it was a time where, you know, it was the golden age of vacation rental agencies, where, you know, it was very easy to get uh, high rankings on Google if you cheated a bit. Um, there was no Airbnb. Um, no regulations and um, no recession. Um, so we had a good few years with that agency. And then, well, you know, the recession happened. <laughs> Airbnb happened and, um, and more regulations. And so, um, you know, in 2012, we, we decided with, uh, with a bunch of competitors, also small to medium-sized agencies, uh, to sit at a table, a round table, and discuss how we were going to survive uh, the fact that, uh, you know, Airbnb was around and all the big booking sites were looking at our market and how we were going to make more bookings. And, um, and we came up with a distribution platform idea. So that was back in 2012. And so we had a second wind of, uh, of doing well with the agency because the distribution platform allowed us to put our products that we had hunted, homes and, you know, property managers, uh, onto the big websites that had the big money to spend on marketing. And, yeah, that was super successful for around two years. And, and we decided that, okay, well, you know, we've been, um, we've been doing great with this. Why don't we open it up to, to other people? So in 2014, because we were self-financed, we had to get some money, find some money to to boost this distribution platform and, you know, within a matter of weeks we found our first investor um, and that's how Rentals United was born and I'm now the, the marketing director of Rentals United. So I jumped in full-time and some other partners jumped in full-time as well, as well to make this, uh, you know, a great success. So tell me um, a little bit more about your agency. I mean, how many properties were you representing? Oh, gosh. Uh, I think it was around eight to 10,000. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so <laughs> it was, was this global. Yeah. So, so yeah. was this more, more of a, a, a listing? No, Rather, we were actually were you, doing yeah. online booking. At oh, the really? Time. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no. It was, uh, yeah, it was the golden age. <laughs> yes. You know, because there was nothing like that. I mean, there was other agencies, but all were quite localized and, you know, more to medium, yeah, and um, and there was already interest at the time for staying in vacation rentals. So yeah, it was a good time. Well, it's great, great to hear how you've taken the changes in the industry and and put them to your advantage. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm quite proud of uh, of what we've done. We hear all these words: distribution, channel management. We're hearing them from the the big boys, the online travel agencies. You know, everybody's yeah. got to be doing it. But mm -hmm. I we'd like that definition. I mean, there's a very short and sweet answer to that. And, uh, basically, distribution is the ability to get bookings from many websites with the least amount of effort. That's, that's the essence of it. Um, so, uh, in effect, what it means is that a channel manager, so distribution platforms, the same thing, um, they will update your calendars and pricing and description and photos uh, onto all the websites that you want to work with. So you, you put all this data in the channel manager and the channel manager updates all the websites. So, you know, it's gaining time and obviously making more bookings because you're more visible on... I mean, in, you wouldn't in your right mind advertise on, on 50 channels if you had to do everything manually. 
So, so that's what channel management you know, allows you to do, to be uh, seen more globally. So if, if you do something like just add a hot tub, add another amenity, so you just put that in mm-hmm. one place and then every, and then, every listing on every website has that, yeah. has that change. Yeah, um, there's a com- complexity to that, but um, yeah, I'll tell you about it. Well, I can imagine that because, yeah. you know, thinking not, not every listing looks exactly the same. <laughs> well, it's not only that, Heather. It's the fact that some channel managers will update your pricing and availability, but they may not, up- they may not update your photos and your description. Okay. So this is when, you know, when you choose a channel manager, you have to really look into that. What do they actually update? <laughs> okay, because yeah, uh-huh. you, you've just answered yeah, yeah. one question for me because yeah. I was thinking, okay, this is fantastic. You know, whatever change you make is going to be you know, in text yeah. or in amenities yeah. or yeah. rates yeah. and availability. I can understand rates and availability, but I, I had, yeah. I sort of naturally assumed that it would mm-hmm. be, you know, there would be sort of one yeah. data um, dashboard yeah. or something that you yeah. you put your yeah. stuff into. I'm talking yeah. in very layman's terms here. <laughs> you put your stuff into and it gets distributed out to everybody. But yeah. it uh, sounds like a little That's bit more true. complicated. No, it's true for many, for many websites and for many channels. So I would say like 80% of the websites that a channel manager works with would have that kind of connection. But, you know, there are different types of connection you can have. And I know that, for example, Booking.com um, has been a bit of a nightmare because we're connected to Booking.com, but they didn't allow us to to update the, 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 what we call static data, uh, which is the description and the photos. And, and that was a nightmare for, for our managers and property owners because they had to create uh, the, the advert on, Chan- on Rentals United and on Booking.com. So when you talk hundreds of properties, you know, it's, a, it's just really time-consuming. But um, they've changed that now. So as of February... We'll be, we'll be pushing also static data to them, so descriptions and photos. And we're the only one that does it. So, well, that's you really, know, it's moving. It's moving. Yeah, that's you interesting. Know, the, other, the other thing that comes to mind is that for, for most owners, when they're thinking about um, you know, distributing to, to other sites, they, they maybe have a property on HomeAway and, and they know that perhaps it, goes, it will go out on VRBO as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we advertise our properties on Canada Stays, and that is... That they will also appear on homeaway.ca um, mm. and VRBO. So, but those are the major ones. So we're talking here about how many other sites, and and is it is it a global thing that if if you have a new client that their properties go out on all these sites that that you have? Um, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Or are they more localized? Well, the, we have both niche and 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 the big boys, you know, and global sites, um, and I think that's. You know, a good channel manager will look at both. And they will make sure that you that they cover as many channels as possible. And that's the first question people ask when they choose a manager, a channel manager. So, uh, which with, with which channels do you work with? Mm-hmm. You know, so they look at that, and you have to have as many as possible and constantly update. So every time we get a new channel in, next week I'm getting three new channels in. Um, you know, I send out a nice newsletter, and then there's a small process to you know connect your properties to this channel if you want to because you can choose and um and then off you go it's there you know your 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 property details your pricing availability and you have nothing to do for it that's that's the beauty of it it makes you gain time and um you know increases your bookings so i mean i was having a discussion yesterday with a number of other um, um agency owners here in ontario 
just mm-hmm. a, about this 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 very thing. We've been sort of fairly parochial for quite a well since year dot really. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. all our our uh, demographic is is mostly out of Toronto. We haven't really needed to advertise much out of outside of Canada, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but now we are. You know, we're we're seeing a broader demographic of of visitors coming in from from other areas. We need to be looking wider than our mm-hmm. you know, very narrow mm-hmm. focus that we've. But one of the arguments that that somebody made was, you know, well. How does every, every one of these sites have a different booking process? How does the booking actually work? How does it, mm-hmm. it, how does it all link in to our own um, booking management system? Because we mm-hmm. we're all mm-hmm. using different ones. Well, that's the kind of questions that we get all the time. And this is what a good channel manager should be able to answer to you and make as seamless as possible. Because they do have different ways of working. You know, uh, some will pay you. Uh, uh, some will pay you a down payment. Others will pay you 24 hours after arrival. Some even pay you after the guest has left. You know, uh, some some don't take payments, so you have to take payments. And all these things you need to be prepared for. And and that's what channel management channel managers do. You know, they prepare you for this and they explain to you exactly how each and every one works, so you can make a really informed decision whether you're going to going to work with one of them or not. You know which one fits you best for your product, and uh, yeah. yeah, that that makes a lot. That makes sense. So it's oh. it's, it's, mm. it's a bit of a a pick and mix. We yeah. are, yeah. and you know because it is complex. You know, <laughs> uh, you know when we started this, we didn't realize how complex it was be it would be. So it's become a real specialization to understand how all these channels work, and and you know in terms of IT, it's it's also tough. Um, you know. It's, Channel management is there to stay, I think, and uh, because they're gaining all this knowledge and they can pass this on to um, the people who have the product and make sense of it for them. Does this work for, you know, I can see it working for property managers with a number of properties and you want to get them out to the widest possible audience. How does it work for um, independent owners as well? There's three ways of connecting to a channel manager. You could either uh, update your, your pricing and your availability manually on the channel manager. So this applies very much to property owners. Um, and then select which channels you want to work with. Um, or if you're, you know, if, you're a larger, if you're a larger PM and you have your own database and you can connect via API, so that means you make a change in your database, it will update channel manager and all the websites you choose to work with. Or uh, you can work with the channel manager via your PMS. And I think um, you know, that's more and more common today and that's the easiest way of doing it. So if you have a property management system in place that works with the channel manager, and if it doesn't, then you should petition that they do, um, then you update your availability, your calendars and everything in the property management system and they then push everything to the channel manager and the channel manager then pushes everything to the websites. Now, I had a question here about how can distribution get an owner or a property manager more bookings, but I, you know, I can see that's, that's fairly, uh, you know, you've, you've pretty much answered that already because if, you know, what, how I see it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, so you've, you've selected those um, sites that you want to work with uh, mm-hmm. and that work with you, work with your property management system, mm-hmm. you're just getting the wider Okay. And you know, remember that um, there's some, there are some sites, um, some companies that don't actually work with property managers and owners directly. They only want to work with channel managers. 
and, and that's uh, you know something we've just discovered in 2015. There's there's they are wholesalers they're called, and what they do is they put your properties in front of travel agents, um, and and these guys work exclusively, and they're doing extremely well for us. They work exclusively with channel managers. So unless you're with a channel manager, you can't even get access to this kind of avenue of bookings. Well, that's, that's important, I think, to remember. Yeah. That's interesting, but it also sort of flags up um, cost to me. Mm. It sounds, uh-huh. you know, I'm thinking commission here, commission there, um, mm-hmm. listing fees. You know, how, how do they budget for this? We recommend always entering net prices. So the prices that you, at the end of the day, want to have in your pocket. And then what you're able to do via the channel manager is to cover the cost of the commission for each of the channel by marking up your rate. So it could be you know, 18% for booking.com, 12% for MOA. So you mark up your rate. So you could swallow it in the sense that you pass it onto the, onto the traveler. So all this talk about the, you know, the high commission, I, I always answer this. Expedia spent $160 million on, on AdWords and uh, trying to get traffic to their site. Uh, if you pay once a commission uh, to them, um, you could gain a customer f- for a lifetime. If you play it right, you know, get their email, uh, make sure you have an affiliate program, you know, keep on touch with them. Um, so I think uh, distribution has a cost and you wouldn't be able yourself to get that many people in front of your product. That's interesting. I hadn't I hadn't thought about that whole you know, the, the issue of perhaps net rates and then, um, and then adding that on. So yeah. so let's say you know I'm I'm an owner out there. I think wow, this is a good idea. This is going to get my property out there in front of a lot more people. If I um, Google vacation rental channel management, it's probably going to bring up a ton of different <laughs> results. They're all talking about things that that perhaps I don't understand. So what are the key things that either a property owner or a property manager should actually be looking for if they are looking to choose a channel manager? That's a really valid question. Um, I think, you know, as we were saying earlier, the first thing people look at is the number of channels. Uh, and then the channels that you want to work with have been working in the past. You don't want to lose those, obviously. Um, and so, but then if they compare the, the channel managers out there, they'll find out that they, they all pretty much work with the same ones. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> So how do, you, how, do you, how do you do it? So I think you need to dig much deeper. And we touched on this at the beginning, that you need to look at the type of synchronization that they have with each of the website. Because some people would tell you, oh, yeah, we're connected to this and that and that. But um, in fact, they could be connected only via iCal. You know, iCal, you know, we all know about iCal. It's very efficient you know, in terms of uh, updating your calendar. But they, are, they have some flaws, uh, calendars, iCal. Um, you know, a, a, a website that takes the iCal feed will only update four times a day, the iCal. So it could take up to six hours until a booking that you've entered uh, is shown. And that could definitely lead to, to double bookings. Well, plus, it, and also it doesn't update your pricing and etc. So, um, and then there's a one-way connection. So they will tell you, okay, we will, we will push your pricing and availability onto... Uh, all these websites, but when the website makes a booking, this is not reflected in the channel manager. That means all the other websites are not blocked. That happens a lot. And then there's a two-way connection, which is really what you're after, where everything is real-time, so everything that you enter is pushed, and and all the bookings that the channel makes is pushed back. Um, So that's a a really important question to ask uh, the channel manager that you want to work with. 
and um, find out exactly how they connect. And then there's the topic of the state static data that we just talked about. You know, very often um, you, you'll find that you have to create uh, the ad also on, on, on the website. So you, you have all this initial work with the channel manager, but then on top of that, you have to go and create your 100, well, in your case, 200 properties um, onto, onto a website with all the photos, the description. So it's a lot of manual work. Um, you know, and you want to avoid that. So you want to ask them, do you also push static data to all these websites? And then there's pricing. The pricing, pricing is a good one because many property managers, in fact, there, there is no standard, there is no common standard in pricing your properties. Uh, everybody, every property manager works differently, uh, as we found out uh, the hard way. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, oh, we've, I mean, we, we, we've just um, implemented a new property management system and, yeah. and you know, it's we're, we're sort of two, it's two years in the making, <laughs> and mainly it's because of our of, of the the really weird way that we do our rates, and we're just yeah. one property yeah. manager. <laughs> well, look, you can rest assured in the fact that you, it's not that weird because everyone is uh, very yeah. complex. So this is this is a super important question before you start working with a channel manager: is like, can they take my complex pricing? And for that, what we do, um, you know, we ask the property manager to send us their most complex uh, pricing, and then we prove to them that we can actually store it. And you know, touch wood, we haven't been able to uh, not store uh, a complex pricing yet. <laughs> um, and I, I look forward to a challenge <laughs> where we can't do it. I'll but, send you um, one. But <laughs> I, I have one that flummoxes everybody. I think I'll just send it to you and just, oh, you, just take a look in. at it. <laughs> bring it on. Bring it on. I will show you. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's super important because we've had people coming to us, you know, desperate. They, they, they've, they've done everything with the channel manager and then they realize that the pricing doesn't work, so it's terrible. Um, and then the, the multi-currency, but that's really for people who, who are not in the US because uh, uh, most channel managers do not support multi-currency. Um, so if you're in Europe and you're, you're pricing euros and you work with a US channel manager, then you're going to have to convert all your pricing and all your prices and that's, that's a definite nightmare. So you don't want to do that. And um, yeah, and then obviously how much it costs, you know, how much does the channel manager cost? Is it in line? Can you afford it? Are they user-friendly? How dynamic are they? Are they constantly adding new channels? Do they have niche? Do they have mainstream websites? Uh, do they have websites that are strong in different countries? I mean, we have websites that are really strong in Germany, but nowhere else. And, you know, Germans are... Um, travel more than any other country in the world. So, you know, you want to target the Germans. Absolutely, you do. Mm. Um, and, you know, things like, obviously, their reviews, they have reviews, they have a good customer service. It's worth talking about talking to the customer service because the initial setup with a channel manager is quite hard. So you want to find out if you really get on with them, you know, if they speak your language in that sense. <laughs> well, that's a, that is a great list. I need to probably... <laughs> Well, maybe I'll ask you to put that in a checklist. <laughs> oh, no problem at all. That, that, yeah, that would that would be great if you could produce okay. just a little checklist that says these okay. are you know these are the questions to ask. Um, because to ask. Nice I, idea. I, I wouldn't have thought of half of them. I wouldn't have thought of. Um, you know, well, I'm glad I can. I can. <laughs> any at all? I mean, <laughs> oh Vanessa, that's just me. You know, I'm you know I, I I'm I'm great on big strategy. The big yeah. overview, but when it comes down to details and technical stuff, I have oh, other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Specialization—that's what it's all about. How you know, 
However, yeah. however, there's you know a lot of people out there who are just like me, and they're managing companies, and they're they're managing their own properties, and and you know just have um, challenges with these, mm-hmm. this technical side of the business. So you know anything that can be made more simple. Um, certainly for me, it's, it's hugely helpful. I'm sure it is for other people. What other things should um, owners and managers know um, before they get this underway? Is there anything else that we, we haven't covered here? Yeah, well, um, I think it's important for them to know that there's an initial phase where they're going to need to invest time. I mean, the, the benefits are, are many. We, we did a little inquiry with our customers, and they reported saving you know, on average, 20 hours per month. That's four hours a week, less work, you know, updating calendars, etc. And they also report making more bookings, five to 50 more bookings per month. That's on top of what they were making before. Uh, and, and the reason why this big range, it's because, um, you know, the size of their inventory. So some make five more, five more bookings, others make up to 50. And, but in order to get there, there is some time involved in, in setting it up. And I think... It's very important to be prepared. So you'll, you'll, you'll need to prepare your property data. So that means that there's a minimum amount of uh, content. There are content requirements that these, these websites uh, need in order to be able to advertise you. And if you have that ready in advance, then the process will be much faster. So things like, you know, booking.com doesn't take uh, photos less than 2048 pixels wide um, then uh, you need you have to you have to have your amenities not just for the whole property but also per room um, and um, you know you have to have your square meters not your just your square feet ready um, and and this the list goes on there in our FAQ that the list is there so if you want to you know check I'll, it out I'll link, I, uh, I'll link but to I can that. also give you that if you like that would be great um, because, because yeah, yeah. yes, I, I mean, I know we, we have this um, as an agency. We just have one massive spreadsheet that has um, all these things on it because we, we do advertise mm-hmm. on different sites, but we do it very manually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's interesting. I'll, as I say, I'll put a link to, uh, to that FAQ mm-hmm. and anything mm-hmm. else you can send me that perhaps I can, um, we, we can just put out as, as, a, yeah. um, as, a, as a download would be fantastic. Yeah, it was pleasure. It was pleasure. Yeah. And then um, there's another thing. So it's not just the, the property data that you, you should prepare. You should also decide how you're going to work with the tunnel manager, which we talked about before. So either you're going to update this manually, and then somebody in your organization needs to be responsible for that, you know, and the right person that's definitely going to do it on a regular basis. Um, and then, or you, you have um, your channel manager connected with your, uh, with your database, so via an API, um, or... Uh, you connect via PMS, which definitely is the easiest way. And uh, I mean, we're, for example, we're connected to seven PMSs today, and we're going to be going up to 17 by uh, the end of March. Um, so, um, you know, I think it's, it's a really good idea to ask your, your, your PMS, so what do you do? Uh, in terms of channel management, are you working with a specialized company? Because some of the PMSs out there, they're going to tell you, oh, well, I do property management system and I do channel management as well. You know, I do everything. And, um, you know, I don't believe in that at all. I think, you know, it's so hard to do it well um, and to do both areas well, really, to do property management system and channel management well is very hard. So I don't think there's one company out there that can do both uh, really well. So it's, it's worth looking at what kind of partnerships your, your PMS has. 
That, that's a really interesting point. Um, it's certainly probably something we didn't really take into account when we look for, look for hours, and I know they do um, mm-hmm. with, with, um, with channel managers. So, oh, Good. That's good. That's <laughs> what you want. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know how rapidly the market's changing at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. it's a bit, you know, the, the pace of change, I think, is, is a little bit scary. As, as rapidly as this is changing, what do you see the future of distribution in that? Mm. Well, I think it's great that, uh, you know, it's moving rapidly. <laughs> it's good for all of us. Um, and, you know, I, I, I always compare it with, um, with the hotel industry. I mean, it's the, obviously, it's the nearest industry we can compare it to. And if you look at their history, um, you know, they're starting off have doing requests and there was delay in getting a booking. There was double bookings. Uh, there was, you know, no synchronization. It was messy. And if you look at it today, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's super efficient, the distribution of, uh, of hotels. And I think, you know, we're, we're going in the same direction. You know, the, um, in the hotel, what happened is that they had GDSs that were, were um, giving your hotels to all the, all the travel agents. And you as a hotel had to update, you know, there were four at the time, in the late 70s. Uh, you had to update all four GDSs manually and that led to, to loads of problems and then Pegasus came along and, and went in between the GDS and the hotel and said look for a small fee I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to update all your four GDSs and that's exactly what's happening now in the vacation rental industry so you know the, the switch you know they, that, that's, that's the idea that you're able to, to, to do this and you know it's a great time to be in the market that I'm in um, because we're gaining momentum, um, and I think you know, soon enough, um, if you look at what happened with hotels, soon enough, no one will work directly with a website. They will all have a PMS. All PMSs will be connected to a channel manager, and all channel managers will be connected to uh, hopefully all the platforms out there that that can get you bookings. So whether it be wholesalers or OTAs. Or, or vacation rental websites, the pure ones. There's a lot of kickback from property owners in particular um, about their, their, the, the fear of losing touch with their mm-hmm. guests. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. There's always been this sort of personal connection between, you know, I'm renting out my house, it's my pride and joy, I want to know who's going to be in there. So I, yeah. I, I still think that this has to play a part, that this is not going to go away, it's, you know mm. that there is the link, you know, the, the sort of link to hotels, but we still have a huge part of the supply, which mm. is managed and or which is owned by by those people who want that connection with their guests. Do you think that there's mm. still a place for that? Uh, I don't actually, and and I think there are ways of circumvening that to get the you know your perfect guests, and there are many things you can do. I think you know by writing very personal descriptions, um, explaining who you are and what kind of guests you're actually expecting, making sure they know that, um, you know, if anything goes wrong, it will, it, it will not be good for them because, you know, there will be repercussions. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm very strong. I'm, I'm a property manager as well, and I'm very strong in my descriptions. I make sure that, you know, I tell them it's not for everyone. Um, it's for, you know, the right people who are going to take care of my property. Um, so that's how I, I circumvene that, and I only work on, on online booking. Um, and I haven't had a bad experience yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> Plus there's the security deposit and all of that, you know. I don't know. I, I haven't had one. So, mm. you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think unless, on, until you try, um, but, you know, maybe it's going to work very well for you, all this online booking. But I think that, you know, whether one likes it or not, I think that's, that's definitely where it's going. Because the travelers demand it. You know, they don't want to wait for for an answer. They don't want to book right there and then. Just like they book hotels, just like they book flights. And, you know, with the advent of mobile and, and the internet, and, you know, this is where it's going. And, then, you know, I think there's no point um, trying to, 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 to deny that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're trying, we need to try and work with it to make sure that it works in our direction. But, yes, online booking, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Um, I'm an owner as well. You know, I have my own personal properties. And, mm-hmm. and actually, you know, I have not had a huge connection with my, with my guests. I mean, they, uh-huh. they know, once they're there, they know who to contact. Yep. And that, you know, is often us. We, once they're in place, we are in contact with them mm-hmm. if they need anything. Um, yep. I do find now that the the bookie i don't need to know as much as i as no. i used to about yeah. them i, th- I think That's there's true. an element of trust as well that my trust in the people who are booking has grown yes. a lot um yes. but i think you know there are a lot of people who are sort of teetering on the seesaw just just they're, they're on that yeah can i let yeah. go it's it's, it's this, yeah. this part of letting I go understand. that they're having an issue with yeah. I do fully understand. I think actually what you mentioned about the, the check-in is really important. You know, the, the, the way you check in a person to make sure that they know that, you know, you really care for your property. And, and you know, when there's that personal contact, you know, p- people respect you more. You know, they don't go into a hotel. No, they go into somebody's home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's very important. And we have a little, oh, we have a little magnet. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Did you see it? Have I you saw, I've got, I've got one of your magnets. <laughs> it's actually down in my property. <laughs> yeah. The, the distinguished guest now sells it on, the, oh. on their website. So, and that, that little magnet you put on your fridge in your vacation rental, in your vacation rental, and it, it actually asks you in a very nice way to respect the property um, because, you know, it's someone's personal home, someone's cherished home and things like that. So oh, that that is neat. I will I <laughs> yeah. will go to Alana's website and um, distinguishedguest.com for anybody who doesn't doesn't know um, um, Alana Schroeder and and check those out because I think that's something yeah. I I should be buying for all my owners yeah. to have them just because yeah. we always say you know stop sticking up the little post-it notes that tell people yeah. what not to do. Yeah. This is just such a nice way of getting it across. So I'll have yeah. a link to that on the uh, on, on the, the show notes as well. Um, oh, Vanessa, we're sort of coming to the end of our time now. So I want to, um, I want anything else you want to say and, um, where can our listeners find out more about Rentals United? Well, there's our website and, um, there's our website, but you know, we're very much into, uh, we have a great, great, great customer service at Rentals United. So I would encourage anyone with, with, with questions that I may not be able to answer to, to contact them. Because um, you know they're super helpful, and even if you don't sign up with us, you know they'll they'll be happy to give you the information that you need. Um, so so they're great. Um, I will definitely give them a try. So it's rentalsunited.com, and we have a we have a Spanish number. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about Spain, we we sort of started out this conversation um, yeah. before I hit record, and just talking about the. VRM, VRMA European Seminar, which is in Barcelona in, at the beginning mm-hmm. of March. And uh, yeah. 
So if there's anybody out there who's a VRMA member or actually not a member because you, there, there is a non-member price and you're yep. interested in going along, you'll be able to hear um, Vanessa speak at the yeah. seminar. And, um, yep. and I'm actively looking at flights and hotels and thinking about how I can get away from work for a few days. So you hopefully I'll get to see you there. <laughs> make it happen, Heather. It'd be lovely <laughs> to see you. <laughs> that would be great, Vanessa. You've been an absolute delight to have on, on, on the show. Um, thank thank you. you for all this information you shared. It certainly, um, it certainly enlightened me, and, and I know that there will be plenty of people out there listening who are probably now thinking about how to go about this and, and, have had more, and now have more education on the way to do it. So once again, great. thank you so much. Thank you, Heather. Well, I hope you are all educated now on channel managers. Uh, I learned a huge amount from that. And what was most important, I think, is if you decide that you're going to go this route, how to choose your channel manager. Because, it, you know, there's the just a complexity of different, different companies. They all seem to be offering the earth. But I think... What Vanessa was saying, with all those things that you need to ask them, you will be able to whittle them down to, you know, to, to the, the one that's going to work for you. And you know what? I, my, my view is always customer service. If the customer service is good, then that's usually a great indicator of how a company is going to work for you. And, and I imagine that Rentals United has great customer service. But, I, you know, I leave that to you to decide. One thing I didn't mention uh, within the interview, and, I, and I've just done it at the end of the interview after we, we signed off, and I was talking to Vanessa and just congratulated her on the blog on Rentals United. Uh, it really is worth um, subscribing to that blog, you know, regardless of whether you're going to go with their channel management um, options. Um, just subscribe to the blog because Vanessa is, is amazingly um, knowledgeable about so many aspects of our business. And, uh, and she produces some great, great posts. Um, so that's about it for today. Uh, I'm going to go pack. So I can uh, head out to Exuma tomorrow and, you know, and all that work I'm going to be doing. So thank you once again for joining me. Thank you for listening to Vacation Rental Success once again. Uh, as ever, if you've got comments, please go to the show notes Read the show notes because all of these things that um, I've been talking about, I'm going to be putting in the show notes and I'll put the links to Rentals United. And if you've got any comments, then of course, leave us a comment on the post. Um, and I'll, if, if, if there's any particularly pertaining to um, Vanessa, if there's a question that she needs to answer, I will invite her to come along and answer them. And of course, you can contact me directly at heather at cottageblogger.com at any time. Uh, I always love to hear from you. So that's it for today. Look forward to being with you again next week, which will be a pre-recorded interview. Um, I've got some good ones coming up. You don't want to miss out on those. So make sure you're subscribed to Vacation Rental Success, the podcast. Many thanks. Lovely to be with you and talk to you again next week. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.